0: What is up, everyone? I'm Ryan from Fireside Yankees, and we are back with a post-game recap. Yankees grab a win over the Tigers, a comeback win. Not that wins and losses matter in spring training, but because the Yankees— Because the Yankees are 3-1, they mean everything. (laughs) I am very excited. I think today was another exciting day of Yankee baseball. And kind of the biggest takeaway, everyone that pitched is still functional. So that's really what matters. Uh, All I really care about is health. Uh, But Nick, I want you to take it away. First off, tell me how you're doing. And then second off, let's get into talking about some Yankee baseball like we should be at all times. Uh, I'm doing great tonight. It's, uh, like you said, a great day of Yankees baseball. I mean, it's crazy because
1: that game was like, I'm pretty sure that game was like an hour and a half long. Um, I, I, I swear to God, the game started at like, like 530 my time. Or no, I think it's was 430. Okay. it's like two hours and like 20 minutes, whatever. Either way, the games are flying by with this whole pitch clock, which I'm a fan of. I'm not going to lie. I do like the fact that it keeps up the pace of play. doesn't let pitchers try to throw off hitters. doesn't let hitters step out of the box and stand there for 30 minutes and take practice swings. It is going to take some getting used to, but I'm a big fan of it so far. And the boys are bopping. Last night we talked, the boys were bopping. Tonight, the boys are bopping. It's great to see, dude. I mean... There, there's all this Volpe content, too, that we just got to pull from the game, which was awesome, like that story that Michael K told, where Volpe was pulled from the game yesterday, and since it was a road game, in spring training, you're allowed to leave and go home. Instead, Volpe showered, came back to the bench, and sat down and watched his teammates and friends play, because, quote-unquote, they do the same for me, he said. Again, there's how can you not love this kid? Jason Dominguez had another great-ass game. I don't know why, I'm getting so hyped up about some of these because I know what's going to happen is that they're just going to get optioned down and we're not going to see him for a month or two or for Dominguez's case, probably not all year, but they're making a statement, dude. It's just fun to watch these guys play. Jesus Bastidas has been having a fantastic spring as well. It's just, I don't know, man. It's fun to talk about these guys because we're not going
0: to get a lot of shots to talk about them during the season. Yeah, dude, you you put it perfectly. The boys are freaking bopping, man. The boys are (laughs) bopping. It's dude okay Jesus bastidas is a bopper all right he's bopping bop um he's bopping J- Jason Dominguez man I, I okay look, I get it it's spring training you know I'm not gonna sit here and say spring training stats necessarily translate in terms of performance but dude he's just he's just so disciplined right like yeah. that like I, I'm sorry you don't expect a guy who's had like a cup of coffee not even maybe like a He just walked into the double-A, right? For him to, you know, just have that level of play discipline. This dude only swings at good pitches. He already has a home run that he hit nearly 110 miles an hour, which, you know, that's just not normal. Like, typically, guys don't – guys with good raw power struggle to elevate. He elevated and celebrated that home run. Um, you know, dude, I, I mean, so far, I'm really impressed with the young guys. You know, I know Volpe didn't play too well today on the offensive side of the ball, but he still made an impact on the defensive side of the ball. Um, when you're kind of looking up and down the score sheet, you know, you look at the, you're the you looking at the pitchers. Obviously, Severino struggled in the earned runs department, but I think the stuff looked fine, which is all I care about. Yeah. Um, you know, you had guys like James Norwood and Ian Hamilton who were minor league signings, and Jimmy Cordero as well, just put up zeros. Uh, yeah, and Ian looked Hamilton really looked insane, dude. Ian Hamilton that cutter is a Cutter was filthy, dude.
1: He threw eight pitches, eight strikes, and got three outs of the inning. It was it was like the easiest job he's had all season.
0: <laughs> and it was and I, and that's actually we're on new pitch alert for that cutter. He has not thrown new a pitch cutter. Alert. Yeah, he did not throw a cutter last, last year, so that's very exciting. Um, you know the Yankees. Not to say that the Yankees, you know, are going to go into spring into the regular season and have, like, 50 guys who can put up a sub-3 ERA, <laughs> but they do have guys in their depth or on the uh, my league contracts, like James Norwood, like Ian Hamilton, that they're not too old. And quite frankly, you can't say that they're hitting their ceiling or on a decline in velocity. They've actually looked a lot better in that yeah. regard. Um, and entering camp and entering the season, the Yankees are going to have an opportunity that when guys go down, because that's always going to happen, you know, someone's going to go down. That always happens, right? Yeah they're going to have guys to pull from that can help them at the major league level and potentially maybe even earn a permanent spot. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how else to put it other than I'm just very excited to keep seeing these guys performing at the level they're performing at. Um, Nick, I don't know if you had any standout guys from today's game. I want to hear what you got to say about these guys. I mean, it's it's hard to pick a standout guy
1: because first of all, we saw like 15 people bat, 16 people bat, and more or less all of them kind of had some point of an impact in today's game. But the one guy that I'm just, I'm, I'm very happy to see kind of do well to start spring training is Willie Calhoun. Um, today he got another base knock to start off the game, then he worked a walk. Um, he only had three, uh, three plate appearances tonight, so he had one for two, and he also worked the count full on the one he uh, grounded out on. I, I, we talked about this a little while back when the Yankees signed Willie Calhoun, and I was telling you I'll be on the record here saying it. Yeah, I think Willie Calhoun is going to be a guy to watch. I think he could easily crack this roster. And you're watching him play in spring training, and it's like, well, may, maybe he actually can crack the roster. Like if he plays well and plays well for this next month or so, what? And what? Why would you not give Willie Calhoun an opportunity as that fourth outfielder? Um, I know he's not a great defensive player, so you got guys like Hicks and Ortega specifically that are also vying for that position, and Florial. Um, And all three of them, I'd say, are better defensive players than Willie Calhoun, but Willie Calhoun's back could carry him to an overall 26-man spot, and I'd love to see that. It's nice to see him kind of turning back the clock and playing well. Yesterday as well, Davey Garcia looked like his old self too. It's just fun to watch these guys figure it out and work through the progressions. A lot of the pitchers are trying new pitches. Severino today was really working on his cutter a lot which we hadn't really seen a ton last year because I believe last year was the year he implemented that pitch so now he's trying to kind of work on it and actually feature it on a regular basis this season so it was a little bit strugglesome for him a little bit here and there change up was actually great his slider was hanging but that's what we expect it's the first two days of spring training this is Severino's first time he's pitched in probably like five months so we can't be too worried about the overall results. Like we talked about in last night's post game, it's all about the process more than the results. And a lot of the guys today showed great process. That's what I love to see other than like Jake Bowers. So I'm just like, all right, how many times is Jake Bowers going to get a
0: start and go over? <laughs> Hey, man, I mean, look, Jake Bowers – I mean, Jake Whoa. Bowers is probably – is one of those guys just trying to, at this point, you know, get a look at, at, at the Major League Global or at any sort of uh, professional ball. But, yeah. um, you know, I just realized that that felt really like a diss on the guy. I mean, no disrespect well, I mean, we're not to dis- It's, just, it's no, just, No, no, like, I feel like, like I, I I came off as very disrespectful there because it's like, you know, you're <laughs> just looking for some sort of professional ball. Like, he's like some scrub. Like, he's a professional Major League base- – <laughs> he's a professional baseball player. Like, he's inherently good at baseball. Uh, sure. but Uh, My point more so was because the thing that you said I found a lot more interesting was the process comment. I think a lot of people got to realize, you know, the way you get to a low ERA, the way you get to, um, you know, good offensive results matters so much more in spring training. You know, the the phrase that people say is you'd rather be lucky than, uh, you know you'd rather be – sometimes better be lucky than good, right? You know, you think of that in the postseason in like, even the yeah. regular season at some stretches, you just need wins sometimes. You know, in spring training, you'd kind of just rather be good, right? Being lucky yeah. doesn't really do anything, right? Being no. – you know, getting a lucky win in spring training means nothing, right? Um, you know, you'd rather just be good. You'd rather – you know, on the health department, you'd rather be lucky. But and, – and just – Playing baseball, you'd rather guys look good. You know, I'd rather Anthony Volpe hit a 100, like Volpe hitting a 105 mile an hour lineup, that means more to me than if he were to, you know, get reached by an error, reached by a play that was a hit but it's actually kind of an error. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I need to see the things that are going to translate to the major league level, right? You know, that's why, you know, I, I'm harping so much on guys hitting the ball hard or guys being able to hit new velocities or having really good stuff because end of the day, you know, you can't take away a guy's talent level. You know, you can you can say that ball, you know, that that uh, misplay by the middle infield uh, when Severino was on the mound, you could say that shouldn't have been a hit, right? But you know what you can say? You can say that Luis Severino throws 96, 97, 98, and is his first outing. You know, serious ramping it up. He said in the post game he wasn't trying to throw hard. Imagine this dude trying to throw hard. This dude's gonna be throwing white hot gas. So I'm very white excited hot for the gas. Yeah, man, it's gonna be special. You know, it's gonna you're gonna be people are gonna be so we're gonna do so much winning this year. There's gonna be so much winning for our narratives this year, uh, folks. Great. If you're not. Yeah, you know, we saw we 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 saw Elijah Dunning yesterday, saw Andre Shpar yesterday, Jason Dominguez impressed today. You know, we've seen guys up and down from you know just guys that we've been saying keep an eye on them, keep an eye on them, and they Jesus performed Bastidas. very well. Jesus Bastidas, dude, he's he's been if there's an MVP for spring training, he's up there, man. Yeah, he's got to be, he's got to be up there in
1: consideration for sure. And the other thing, like you said about like watching the process and watching these guys put it together today was Anthony Volpe's first time playing second base. So he did the job pretty well as well. I mean, I know there was that one middle infield error that like IKF just kind of like didn't even try to block it and just stabbed at it and then it skipped past Volpe. But who cares? That's whatever. Because later on in the game, Volpe had a line drive hit right to him. He got in front of it, got low, kept it in front of him, gathered and threw it to first. And then he also had the great play later on in the game where he gunned down the runner at home on a chopper to second base. So it looks like he's getting more or less... A lot of these guys look major league ready. And it's hard to say that because... I know some of these pitchers that they're facing against are not going to be Major League pitchers. Like today, Elvis Alvarado came up there and hit two guys, walked two guys, and gave up a hit. I don't think Elvis Alvarado will be pitching many games for the Detroit Tigers. But it's nice to see the process and see how it's working for these guys. Oh, God. It stank. He stank today, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. He was pitching to the for the he Yankees, just, dude. That was, it was a rough outing. It stank, was like, man. Again, it was bad. It, was like, it, it still wasn't as bad as Matt Bowman, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I just think that there's 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 a lot of good things to be taken away from this game. That's what I love about these spring training games, is that they're kind of nonchalant, much more casual for the enjoyment part, but it's fun to watch some of these young guys stake their claim and say, Hey, either I'm I'm gonna be up here now or I'm gonna be up here next year or the year after, but this is what I can do. And you get just a little taste. It's like that, it's like the um I think it was the Pat Bev quote or or whoever it was, it's like, I don't want
0: to taste anymore, just give me the whole load. (laughs) Oh God, that's uh, that was that comment is uh, an interesting one for a variety of reasons. But the Yankees are back tomorrow, not on yes. I don't know if there's even a broadcast for it. I'm I'm not sure they're playing the Rays. I don't know if the Rays have any of their games broadcasted. I mm. also don't know if they have Statcast data. And I know that they play at Tampa tomorrow or quote-unquote, at Tampa. So Tampa's the home team. <laughs> um, if they don't, you will not see me uh, on this earth because I need my stat oh, cast. They don't. This is No, wait. They, that was Baltimore. They played Baltimore. Uh, that's why they didn't have stat cast data. But anyways, uh, main point is the Yankees are going to have uh, Sean Boyle on the mound tomorrow. I don't. We don't know what the lineups are yet. We'll figure that no. out. It's a game at once. We'll actually know pretty early mm-hmm. on. Um, but, you know... I, I, as you mentioned, right? It's just fun to be able to watch these guys play. And again, you know, if you guys aren't following the Fireside Yankees Twitter, where we're posting narratives, you guys aren't subscribed to the channel where we're talking about these guys left and right. If you guys aren't the following TikTok our Twitter, the baby. TikToks, the Instagrams, right? You know, our, our Facebook page. We're talking about the guys that we got narratives for this year, yeah. whether from Clark Schmidt to Big Cheese to, to Andre Shaparo, to my dog Will Warren, which I'll have an article about tomorrow. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's yeah. just so much to get excited <clears throat> about with Youngtown on this team, right? But you know, it's, it's not going to mean anything if you guys aren't subscribed to the channel, right? Like, how are you going to catch up <laughs> with the narratives, right? There's going to be so much winning done by the co-hosts on this channel. You know, it's going to be May, and Nick is going to be talking about Elijah Dunham's uh, debut with a walk-off home run. It's going to be it's going to be July, and I'm going to be talking about how Clark yeah. Schmidt's going to be on the All-Star team. I mean, uh, it, Papa Dunham it,
1: follows us. Elijah Dunham's dad follows us. So if you don't follow us, then what are you doing? What are you doing here? You're missing the
0: content. Papa Dunham knows what he's doing. The the father of your starting left fielder in May is is following the Fireside Yankees. You're not. Let's let's work on that. No, but in all seriousness, you guys have been great with support. Uh, so we couldn't be more than thank. you could be anything other than thankful and appreciative for what you guys have been doing for us lately. We are back with more. We have more post game content coming out. We've got shorts. We've got everything you guys need. Highlights, takes, news, all that stuff. If there's a trade that goes down in camp. We'll be on it. If there is a post game, yep. we'll be on it. Fireside Yankees is your one-stop shop for all your New York sports content for the New York mm-hmm. Yankees. Empire Sports Media is your one-stop shop for all your New York sports content specifically. And you guys know to check us out on our Twitters. I'm Ryan Garcia. That's Nick Nielsen. We'll see you one guys thing, in the next one episode. One thing, Ryan, I'm oh, cutting wait. you off
1: before we go. No, you gotta I do have in. one I guess piece you. of information um, since we don't know anything about tomorrow's game. Wednesday's game, however, it was revealed. DJ, Rizzo, and Big G will be playing in Wednesday's game and Domingo the double O, single O, excuse me, assassin, Herman will be on the bump. So we'll get to see some of the regulars and the big boys. I know a lot of fans have been out there saying, why aren't we seeing Stanton? Is he hurt? What's wrong with DJ? Is he already injured? No, it's called spring training, and we've had two games, or three games, sorry. There's, or four games, geez, because we had the doubleheader on uh, Sunday. But guys, you got to understand, if you don't see Giancarlo playing back-to-back-to-back games in spring training, that's probably a good thing. Because that means he'll be healthy going into the regular season. It's a long ass season, ladies and gentlemen. Just enjoy the just
0: enjoy the ride while it's here. Yeah, you guys, we get a nice little spring training where you don't have to sweat over every game. So let's enjoy it while Thank we God. can. Uh, no, but I, that's a really good point. I completely forgot to mention that. Yeah, the Yankees Shocker. are going to have those three. Those three, uh, you know, and. Those are three guys you want to ease into spring training. Definitely. They're up there in age or they're, Stans' case, more injury prone. Uh, so, DJ you know, too with the foot. Yeah. I mean, I was saying more so DJ up in age. like He's like yeah. 34, 35 at this point. So, you yeah, guys, you got to start. Yeah, it's crazy. He's been a Yankee for a while. But yeah. um, thank you guys so much for checking us out again. Again, you guys know to follow us on all our socials. Papa Dunham's following us. You got to follow us too. We'll see you guys in the next Fireside Yankees episode. Peace out.